Welcome to another episode of Cross Talk. Cross Talk. You don't get caught up in the Cross Talk. Cross Talk. Cross Talk. Crossing over COVID. Deep inside your soul. Make them cross over crossbows. Fuck your mortal soul. That's on you, folks. Third episode, third time, without an intro. We have sent out a call to arms. Twice beforehand and twice on deaf ears. Make us a song. Or else we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> so, I don't know. The vo- the voice guitar had to go away because the drum roll on the toms and the, the, the crash cymbal in the end. It sounds amateur. It just sounds <laughs> amateur and we want profesh. If you don't know, this is our mini show called Crosstalk where we talk about the comic book crossover exclusively. We've done past episodes where we've talked about Issue one, mm-hmm. issue two, oh. a tie-in called Solid Blood. 16. 16. Is that what the number was? I think so. It was one of those ones. <laughs> yeah, 17. Something in the, in the yeah. teens. Um, but we're back here today to talk about Crossover 3, probably the most highly anticipated of the most talked about, and most talked about. Most talked about, yeah, for sure. Of the Crossover books so far. It almost had hype level of like... Uh, cyberpunkness epic of like, proportions because yeah. it, it was um, this book the preview had a spawn uh, variant cover yep and it had a shadow of a shogun or a gundam or, or gundam I guess uh, shadow of like so it's like oh are they gonna bring in that universe there yep and on DC I mean sorry on Twitter DC was hyping it pretty hard DC Donny Cates <laughs> I was pretty confused. He's a close personal friend, so we can call him DC. DC. <laughs> and GS, Jeff Shaw. Um, yeah, and, and I guess, yeah, so Donny Cates himself said number three is the book to get, and number six, he's also, he's been, and like, and he says like this, number three, and number six. So, <laughs> <laughs> so number six, we don't need to be as excited for, but number three, we're pumped on. So before we get into it, number three, where were hype levels at for number three for all of you? Nine. Yeah. I agree. I was hyped to about a 10. Okay, so we were bubbling. There were 100,000 copies ordered of this, which for anything past like a first issue yeah. of an indie, like nuts. That's a I preview ordered this like two months ago. So did I. Same. I wasn't going to get it. Yeah. Okay, so with no spoilers, after reading it, where's the hype level? 6.3. Ooh, that's a dip. Six, well, oh, we can do points? I'm going to say, I'm going to say 8. Okay, so I, not that much of a dip. I, 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 I didn't dislike it. Just gonna say, it's, honestly, <laughs> it sounded like you did. I went sorry. from a nine to a six point three. Well, just because this is that weird thing. That's why I'm comparing this to Cyberpunk, where it's like I kept playing Cyberpunk in the shadow of the hype, which it never lived up to. And the hype of this book was just like I kept on being like, "What is it that's coming?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's it." And like it wasn't bad moments, but it was like I don't know. I didn't have the nine of my hype. Interesting. So I started out at like a seven because I'm just like, no, 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 you're not gonna trick me, DC. You, you, I know, I know okay. what you're doing. And then at the calling him DC, DC is so, so confusing. Yeah. DC, Donny Cates, DC. <laughs> I get it. It's just we also have a podcast that covers comic books where a word that we say well, okay, is so DC a lot. Donny C. Donny the Don. Okay, both of those are b- yeah. better. So yeah. the Don's on Twitter. He's like just hyping this thing. I'm like, okay, I don't trust that completely because. A, your job is to hype your own book, mm-hmm. and B, three issue three seems a little too early to drop something like huge. But after reading it, I I went up. I was at like an eight point five. 
six, two, three, four. <laughs> like, I loved the ending of this book. The ending but, was amazing. <laughs> but I loved who was at the end of the book. Okay, so it, it did a little bit less for me. So maybe that's where we're on that, on the hype train. Yeah. So let's get let's let's go into those things then. What was expected and what happened? There was a spawn variant cover, no spawn in this no book. No spawn showed. I expected spawn to show up this issue. Yes. There was Gundam slash Shogun uh being previewed. That did not happen. It well, well kind of uh, did. Okay, <laughs> to get technical, it may have happened, but it was a mirage. Illusion. Yes. So it's not a reoccurring character. Mm-hmm. But something rad that did happen, Doctor Strange was in this. A Doctor Strange reference was in this book. Yes. The word Doctor Strange appeared three times. Boom. Nailed it. The Marvel character I Doctor Strange, however, did not appear in this book. I like that they let you believe that it was Doctor Strange Loved for like, that. Mm-hmm. more than half the issue. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. Donnie Gates being an amazing writer had no influence on my score because this, this book was still brilliant. It right? was great. It what, we, so, should we got to talk about what we're referring to with this Doctor Strange thing. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Which he's Donnie Gates created a character that shares a lot of similarities with Doctor Strange in a Dark Horse series called The Paybacks. Mm-hmm. And for whatever, I don't know if it's because it was a creator-owned series or he talked to the publishers and the people at Dark Horse and gave him the okay to use those characters that he created on that publisher. Uh-huh. But they were able to show up in this image book. So I was not expecting cross-publisher characters right. to show up so literally. Well, not only did those characters show up, he also said Dark Horse. Yes, yeah, he did. In the image book. Yeah. And referenced that it was a canceled book. Uh-huh. And said, you can go buy the collection right now. <laughs> it, and he, like, he did this thing where it's, like, it's, he's kind of making fun of himself, but he's also, like, he's Donny he's, he's Donny Cates, so I'm like, does he mean this? He's like, well, but people that know about Paybacks are going to be really excited to see these characters in this comic book. Yeah, <laughs> right. he was like- All two issues. Like- <laughs> Like, this is fun and all, but if you had read Paybacks, this would have been awesome. We both read Paybacks. I didn't, no offense to Don, I didn't quite remember it. I remembered liking it. Same. Um, And, like, I, I kind of was like, oh, those were, like, funny characters, right? Mm-hmm. That's about as <laughs> the extent that I remember. <laughs> okay, so that's a question I want to ask. I So I didn't read Paybacks, but mm-hmm. you guys did. What were they? They're obviously, like, a superhero team. It's like an A-team superhero team. Yeah, yeah. A team being an '80s TV show, not like an A list or A team. Of... Well, I think the fact that they like scoot around in a van mm-hmm. and, <laughs> but they they also they don't take themselves serious. Yeah. it's like it's very like comedic. the The other thing about it, which I was pulling up the old issues, mm-hmm. they have like Mark Wade, they have Gerard Way, like commenting about how great this book is. That Dark Horse is pulling all these quotes. It had probably steam or hype at the time. Sure. About it, and a lot of the references, it felt like it was like a Chip Zdarsky book. Like the quotes were like being like how zany or weird it was. Yeah, there, there, <laughs> there's a character called Night Knight, who doesn't ride a unicorn. That's he, that's the Gerard Way quote. Yeah, there, there, <laughs> <laughs> there, I think there was a unicorn in the yes in yeah. the in the first issue, but Night Knight is not the character that rides the unicorn. <laughs> So he was That's just funny. like that was my favorite thing about it was that it like that makes sense in like some sort of context at least and they didn't do that. Was so. there was is there a character named like Blood Pocket or something that was in the he looked like Shatterstar from the X-Men. He had like the headgear and like the pockets and stuff. I have such a loose recollection of this 
Mike and I went through, or sorry, Budget King and I Thank went, you. went through, <laughs> close one, went through our Dark Horse boxes today, mm-hmm. and I realized I had two copies of the first issue, so good for me. <laughs> I've, I've Is the, it? I have the first and second appearance of Dr. Black. There you go. Spelled with a Q. Yes. But I don't, I don't have additional issues. I only have the first issue, so... I, this is like one first issue I read that I was like hyped on enough, I guess, to buy a second copy. Did we cover copy? it on the show? <laughs> How old is you this You never book? buy a second copy. I almost never buy second copies of things. I kind of feel like we covered it. No, no, no. This is before the show, I feel like. It might. It's probably before. Interesting. First yeah. issue club. Yeah. So, anyway, if you were stoked on a random ass Dark Horse book that got canceled then before Donnie Cates was, was like had hype, <laughs> uh, then you were delightfully surprised. I think the bigger the headline here is that cross publishers were able to enter into mm-hmm. here, which we have not done yet. Nope. So they somehow figured that out, and that's really cool. And Baybacks not a bad book, so it's like a fun. I don't know that I need to see them past this book, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was fun that they were in this book. Um, so should we get into the story of like what is, oh, what actually is going on? Yeah. So yeah. L is transporting this comic book young woman mm-hmm. that is from the first two issues. Comic book young woman. Comic book young woman. Because I'm forgetting her name. We'll call her CBYM. Moving CBYM. The Don wrote it. Oh, we probably shouldn't call him the Don. That's like almost too Donald Trump. Okay. Way to bring it up. Yeah. Donnie C was fine then. Is that the one you want? Katesinator. So the the Katesinator's right in this issue, and they're transporting the girl to like a a, a safe location because they can't stay where they're at because they're trying to not be hunted down. They're trying to get her back in the bubble, right? Which is not really a safe location. No, but and you find out we're jumping all over the place. Oh no, I love this. This is one of the best things. That L's secret plan is that she thinks she can go back there and find her parents. Is that what you were gonna so, say? No. no. Oh, I'm sorry. But but uh, that I, is context. I love that El, Ellie has motive. Oh, is it Ellie? Is that how you say it? I think it's Ellie, right? Yeah, because it's ellipsis. It's yes. short for ellipsis, so it's probably Ellie. Um, but Katesinator, I... get at us. How are we supposed <laughs> to pronounce this thing? But, uh, yeah, I love that she has her own motivation for getting inside the bubble, but one of the things that I don't think we got an answer to that we know now is that the superheroes put up the bubble themselves yes. to shield the outside world from them. Yep, because they were bombing them. Right. Or uh, could be bombed, like the the potential of being bombed, right? Ooh. Well, they did make a pretty cheeky reference to Watchmen in the Oh, game. God, I love that. Not, the, it was a very direct reference uh, the, to the, Watchmen. The first three pages of this book are, mm-hmm. are a critique and reference to Watchmen. I fucking loved that because it's basically saying, like, this book that supposedly changed the world, you may have seen it in <laughs> TV form, movie form, or comic book mm-hmm. form, or heard your friend tell you about it. They dropped a giant squid on New York City. Like, they walked through the plot line. Yeah. And then they, like, kind of talk about how, like, the, the reverse was the, the problem here is that superheroes are here thinking, like, humans are going to nuke us. And it was it was beautifully written. It was wonderful. Like, I, this is the this is Donnie's or sorry the Katesinator's Caterade, Caterade Magnum Opus. He is doing everything he wanted to do to the comic book industry and talk about it. He had to reference Watchmen, and yeah. he did it great. Mm-hmm. And he probably this is not probably gonna be the last time that Watchmen gets referenced in this comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I I think it's oh the other thing that came to fruition here is that in book one, 
um, they do like a side panel with Ellie and the preacher's son mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and say they're, they're going to fall in love. And that essentially starts its course in this book. They they kind of meet and join forces at this point. Yeah. Yep. And we find out that the preacher's son actually really does enjoy comic, comic books, books, but yeah. just the indie stuff. Yeah, he read Paybacks. He's kind of a snob. <laughs> he read Payback. I forgot he read Payback. He's kind of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we want to just jump to the? We we're kind of jumping around the spec and like the hype and stuff like that. So the the big reveal, the 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 character that is mm-hmm. is essentially the biggest character that's been crossed over mm-hmm. in crossover directly. There's yes. allusions to it in issue two with the jail scene of all these chained up and s- jailed superheroes. You're seeing their like arms and sure, nothing too direct, and mm-hmm. they can kind of get away with yeah. it. Yeah, we kind of thought that it wasn't going to be this, but it was. It was Madman. Yes. The Mike Allred and Laura Allred creation, which is a personal favorite of Caitlin and I's. I actually have Madman's first appearance, uh, Creature of Id, number one, which is a fucking grail for me. Now, was that book on Dark Horse? Okay, so no, that was like on Abstract Press, which is like an indie pub way, way, way in the 90s. Like, it's a very hard book to find. Ha ha. Um, (laughs) But to see, because... in issue number one, we get this drawing of what we think is Superman. Mm-hmm. And at the end, the young girl... What is her fucking name? Because I can't just keep calling her young C-B-Y-M. woman. CBYM. CBYM. So the CBYM... Comic book young woman. Goes, oh, there he is. And Madman's just like, oh, that is a picture of me. I don't really like capes, though. And you just get a full frontal of him in his Madman costume with the zigzag on his chest. Which the looks like an bolt. S, yeah. And it was just like a, this moment of just like, you brilliant fucking idiot and it's like oh it wasn't an s it was a fucking lightning it was bolt. a lightning bolt cadenator you're killing it right now that was great it was a really good reveal i i kind of wondered if people were going to react disappointed to that because they were like oh it's not superman it's an indie character um but i love love loved it can you get think about this we we uh dip into the a website quite often uh comic books heating up is a website we go to for various like it's th- for spec news. Yeah, it's all it's all spec news. This is a book they're choosing to preview and ruin to like tell you about. They normally do it for like, oh, check out this uh, random ass Thor character uh, that we get revealed here, or uh, Venom actually shows his kid here. They're saying this indie book <laughs> that Donny Gates is writing mm-hmm. is worthy of them like spoiling for you because it's so hot, 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 hot. The speckers need to know what's happening in it. Well, yeah, that blows my mind it, because this this is also just a solidly like just like good book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a cultural phenomena is what's happening right now, mm-hmm. and it's a fun moment to be a comic book fan. And it, we're seeing that trickle down to the secondary market when the spec market of just like. I can't believe I mean, pay- Paybacks was worth anything after this. I know, but and Mike Dietz just said it in the beginning of this episode. This already pre-sold 100,000 copies. For number three for an indie book, that's fucking ludicrous. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be happening. And so we talk about how Kirkman's saving the comic book industry. Donny Cates right now is sure helping out the indie pubs. <laughs> yeah, he is. So I think, I think it's just fun. It's great. And to see one of my favorite characters... Maybe playing a larger role in this book is like just super fucking fun. An- another thing that that happened in this book that like gives a little bit of depth here is Ellie's character is explaining to the comic book lady that they're transporting um, about cosplaying, 
and her character constantly cosplays. So we get a little bit of like interaction or look look into like her love for cosplay and why yeah. she does it. And she she does romanticize cosplaying, and it's it's it was good writing. She so her cosplay is even better because it's like a rebellious form of cosplaying. Yeah, because in this world that the crossover is set in. Uh, superheroes are see are demonized, mm-hmm. and so she's wearing this cosplay as a superhero as a form of rebellion of just like, listen, I support this. I want to be a part of this culture, mm-hmm. and so like it, I think it holds. I mean, cosplay in our world uh, is huge already. There's cosplay conventions like it, you can't go to any kind of uh, nerd gathering without someone being dressed up as something. So it's its own thing now. I, I we saw cosplay come up over the years and we're just like oh that's kind of cool and now it's just like this huge 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 yeah. um, conglomerate thing and it's 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 incredible mm-hmm. D- do you think Donny Cates ever cosplayed sure oh yeah you do I've, I've, he might it, it, I mean he might have been too much just quick into the industry and fanboy to like cause you know like no offense but we don't cosplay mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it I've, I've always I've thought up. about it I've thought about it too but I just I get too much caught up into like I gotta have these comic books in my bag and I gotta like buy this shit that I'm like oh, I forgot to get. We're a mask. on a mission when <laughs> yeah. we get into you, it. Yeah. You gotta be sneaky though with your cosplay if you're gonna do that. Because one year I dressed up as Shaggy from Scooby Doo. That's an easy one to do. You wear red pants and a green shirt. Mm-hmm. Boom! I'm Shaggy. Then I can still wear my backpack and get comic books. I'm not dressed like fucking Galactus. But then with a huge <laughs> headwear. <laughs> then do you spend the whole con taking pictures of people if you cosplay? No, because. No one knows you're fucking dressed up as Shaggy except the people you came with as it a fun joke. It doesn't count as dressing up if no one knows you're the character. <laughs> That's not true. I know. That's enough. Nah. Okay. You can't say you've cosplayed. Well, then my Tommy Pickles will have to be changed this year. <laughs> we should. We should. That's a 2021. If you wear a diaper with a screwdriver in it, <laughs> yeah, then people will know. We we should commit to cosplaying someplace. Who would you cosplay as? Donny Cates. <laughs> I'm gonna have to lose this like COVID thirty pounds I gained before I put any spandex on. Oh, you know, it'd be a fun cosplay if we like got cardboard and made like the little Modoc rig for our heads, and just uh, our heads were oh, Modoc yeah. and we dressed normally. We should be human centipede. We did that last year, <laughs> but n- but not for cons. <laughs> I want some. Does anybody wear overalls? I like wearing overalls. Mario. Uh, oh, there we go. Lenny from Mice and Men. <laughs> Often cosplayed <laughs> literature classic. That's that's the new next revolution. <laughs> Nick from uh, The Great Cat. <laughs> <laughs> the narrator. <laughs> you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cosplaying I'm Scout good. from To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's like... Probably such a meta <laughs> subculture of cosplay is just like <laughs> fucking stupid. The whole time you would just be explaining yourself. I'm the fish from a fish called Wanda. <laughs> Book solid. It's not dropping off. It's amazing. Did you want a roundup of it? Yeah. It's amazing. Would recommend. There's a, there's a roundup. Yeah. Give me a rating. Number. So I gave we you. We started the episode with this. What I gave you. <laughs> I gave you my rating of like hype to, to okay, enjoyment. Okay. So we're good. So we don't need that. No, but but it, overall, like enjoyment. Every book's been at an eight or above, and I believe we'll continue to do that. Nine. I paced around the table after this one going, oh, man. Oh, man. Whoa. Holy shit. <laughs> Madman did that for you? Yes. Madman did that for me. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I hate to say it. I'm not as big a Madman fan, but I was like, hmm, cool. Great twist and great reveal. Yep. 
Um, Had it been Spawn, I would have lost my mind. So that's what I'm going to ask. Number six, he says, is the next hot, hot issue. Who do you think is going to show up or what's going to happen in number six? Could be anything, yeah. I I bet it'll be uh, a Walking Dead. Walking Dead's a good guess. They gotta, they're got to they going to get in the bubble, I would assume, at some point. Mm-hmm. And shit's going to get crazy. So I don't know if they get into the bubble and it's just like cameos That's left so, and right. That would be so sick. Also, Solid Blood has to enter this at some point. That's who I think we're going to see. I think as soon as we get in the bubble, we're going to see some Solid Blood characters. Okay. That's not as... It, yeah. It's you, funny, it, like that. It, it that it, will tie in. It, it, it is awesome. One, if the if they have a panel that's like a spread, like a of a, a two panel shot of like they're in the bubble, and mm-hmm. you just have to like where's Waldo everything, oh, and they yes. like you find out that they spent like all this tiny money on these tiny IPs, like hundred bucks to Marvel to have mm-hmm. random ass uh, Spider Ham or something like yeah. in there. And it's I would like, lose it. Oh, that's gonna be so good if that happens. I would if that happens. I suggest we all go in on the original art for that and then buy it. <laughs> yeah, and keep it in the studio. <laughs> I think I think this place. I think this story has nowhere to go but up. And there's just so many fun possibilities. And I uh, hope I see Savage Dragon. Oh, Savage Dragon would be great. So, guys, that was Crosstalk. It's Crosstalk. You get caught up in the Crosstalk. And um, we're, we're here, and this is serious. This is a serious moment. I know the world's in turmoil. Guys, we need an intro and an outro. Yeah, give us something. I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is our plea to you. 2021. We want a fan-made intro-outro for crossover show that we have called Crosstalk. <laughs> we'll give you a free Patreon membership for a year. If someone actually does it, I have some shit to give you. Yes. Oh, that's a great call. You yeah. will get a gift basket of fucking rad shit. I'll give you paybacks number two. <laughs> <laughs> right here, paybacks number two. I'll give you some signed comic books, maybe not from DC, Katesinator, but in- something in- signed. Yeah, instead of doom-scrolling the internet... Oh, you could also pick Make our, us a song. You could pick our cosplay. We'll, we'll cosplay as whatever you choose. That's dangerous territory. That. that is yeah. dangerous territory. You, maybe you can commit to that. I'm not. But the cool comic books and other stuff is very much on the table. Intro, outro. Guys, we'll see you next time another crossover comes out.